Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hey everybody, it's Yasmin here. How are you doing on this bright and shiny morning, Monday morning? Welcome to the new week. Uh, I'm here with my cards ready to read your cards do your chart do whatever you want uh the number to call is 816-251-3555 so what we're going to be talking about today is the fact that we have a an eclipse coming up an eclipse coming up and uh, sorry i'm just trying to just trying to fix one thing that's not working. I'm just going to, uh, if you're watching on Facebook, I'm just going to quickly go live again because uh, it wasn't working. And I do like to have the live on there as well. Um, I think that's working. There we go. I think that's worked this time. Okay. So, yeah. So what we're going to talk about this week is we're going to talk about the fact that the eclipse is coming up. And uh, the reason why that's a big deal is because it's an absolutely primo time to be setting your intentions. The new moon eclipse is coming up and it's the absolute number one time to be setting your intentions. So the question is, are you ready to round out 2021 yet? Have you had enough of this year? Oh, my goodness. 2022 is going to be so much better. The stars are so much better. Okay, so we're going to be, I'm going to be talking about how to set intentions. Plus, I'll be doing one-on-one personal readings for anyone who uh, managed to get through. Well, not for anyone who managed to get through, hopefully for two or three people. Uh, but you'll, if you ring up and you'll be put on hold until we take a call, and hopefully I'll take at least two or three. So, again, the number from the USA, 816-251-3555. The number from the UK, if you have a phone that will allow you to dial the USA without costing you an arm or a leg, is uh, 0011-816-251-3555. And uh, if you happen to be up in Australia, someone told me they were going to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to listen in today, um, 00118162513555. So it's the same number, it's just the different, you know, the different ways of getting onto the international calls. So um so yes, there we go. I would love to speak to you and I would love to talk to you about uh the magic of um the magic of intention setting i just realized guys i'm so sorry i'm on a new computer and i do not have the stack installed 
Um, so that's going to make it very difficult for me to take people's calls. Hang on, I'm just going to have to, uh, sorry, I'm just really flying by the seat of my pants at the moment. I'm going to have to talk to Alexa. Alexa, please, uh, make an announcement. I'm so sorry, guys. This is really unprofessional of me, but. Announcing. No, okay. I'm so um, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, God, it's like. The universe is just telling me, Alexa, make an announcement. Olivier Darling, can, Olivier Darling, can you please bring back, bring down my old computer? Now Alexa will say that. Announcing. Here she goes. I'm so sorry, guys. I feel awful about this. All right, let's, while hopefully Olivia gets that message and brings down my computer so I can take your calls, let's talk about intentions and why they are so important and why now is a really, really important time to be doing them. The long and the short of it is right now we are in the waning cycle of the moon. As you might have, um, as you might have been feeling it, you know, the moon's getting smaller in the skies every night. It's time to let things go, breathe out. Okay, if you uh, if you if you have had upsets, if you've had dramas, it's the time to be just letting it all go. However, very soon we will have the new moon eclipse the new moon eclipse now new moons are always really good for um setting intentions but this one in particular uh taking place on the 4th of december depending on where you are in the world i'll give you the times uh a bit later hopefully um this one is massive because it's it's an eclipse. So a new moon is always important for making and setting intentions. A new moon eclipse is that on steroids, all right? So what does that mean to set intentions? Well, for one thing, when we set intentions, it requires us to decide what we want and to decide what we're committing to and to decide where our intentions lie. So while it's all very well to sort of, you know, think, oh, yeah, you know, like, oh, I wish I had more money, say, if you might wish that. It's all very well to have, to think, I wish I had more money. But what you actually need is to have some kind of plan, okay, and some kind of commitment that you're willing to make to yourself about how you're going to make this money. So say, for example, you've decided that you want to start a business, okay. I, I actually, I know she's watching right now. I won't say your name. T. I had a lovely uh, reader of mine who I've got to know a little bit on Facebook uh, write to me the other day saying, I, can, I, I actually offered to do her reading. And I said, just ask me anything. What do you want to ask me? She said, okay, will my new business be a success? And I'm like, because <coughs> I'm very down to earth and practical. Um, I have quite a lot of earth in my, in my chart. Um, I said, oh, well, before I answer that, what have you actually done towards your business? And with all due respect and lots of love, T, the answer came back, mm, not much yet, you know, apart from having the idea. So this is really important. This is a really important thing to do. It's all very well to set intentions about, you know, I want my business to be a success, but you have to start to do it. I had another call this morning with a, a, another friend um, who was saying to me, 
you know, she knows what she has to do in her business, but it's just so hard because this year's been so difficult and it has been really difficult for her. She's been through some really rough stuff. But at the same time, she's also had plenty of time, you know, to get stuff doing and sometimes it's easy to throw yourself into your work. What I'm saying is it's all very well to set intentions and trust the universe and, and all that, but you do have to balance it with good old-fashioned hard work and I really really want to give that message out today because I don't want to be giving out a message that's like oh my god there's a new moon eclipse coming just make a wish and everything's going to happen by magic it's not like that it's actually that when we get to the new moon okay when we get to the new moon it's said that the veil between the worlds is at its thinnest so it's actually easier to send our wishes out into the cosmos but it's not just about making a wish it's actually about what you feel inside what you really believe so do you believe that you are worthy of what you want to do so just say again with my friend t just say you want she wants to start a business um you know does she feel she's worthy well probably or maybe i don't know maybe she grew up uh, you know, with parents who said, you'll never amount to anything, you're no good, you're just, you know, you're just like your father or whatever negative things that parents sometimes say to their children. You know, um, one of the reasons why it's so important to start to take the steps and to do the work is because then you start to know, actually, you know what, this is amazing. I actually do have something to offer people. I actually can change people's lives. You know, I know that T wants to do something in the spiritual sphere. So I was writing about this actually uh, just on the weekend. I got inspired and I, and I broke it down into the woo and the work, the woo-woo and the work. The woo-woo and the work. So the woo-woo is knowing when the new moon is, knowing it's a new moon eclipse, so it's a really powerful time for wishing. And also doing woo-woo things like, you know, going into a state of gratitude and starting to be grateful for all that you have before you then go on to make your wishes about what you want. Also things that will boost your self-esteem, like, for example, having to think about what you've already achieved and celebrating what you've already achieved in your life. So you start to build yourself up and start to think, you know what, I can actually do this. I'm not that bad. It doesn't matter what my parents said to me. I'm actually not doing too badly. So and then and, and then that sort of feeds into the work, which is then doing things like, for example, you know, mapping out a vague vague business plan I mean you may do a really good one but it only has to be a vague one and you know and that actually helps you manifest okay so just say it is because you want to start a new business or say you want to write a, a spiritual book or you want to write a book at all or you want to start a healing center or anything like that making out a business plan what does that do it actually makes you stop and think okay does this thing actually have legs am I going to be able to pull this off is it realistic? What qualifications do I feel that I need that I don't have yet? Or do I think, you know what, I already know what I'm doing. It makes you ask questions like that. So you start to look at actually how to do the nuts and bolts of it. So T, if you're still listening, that's a thing for you to do with your new business. Write a business plan. You know, how do you, how much will you charge? How many sessions will you have to do a week in order to earn the money that you need to to pay your rent or your mortgage or whatever you know like start to think ahead you know and, and then you start to see well gosh I'm going to have to charge at least x if I want to 
pay my mortgage with this, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think T works uh, full-time. Maybe she does, um, but I don't think she does. So, she, you know, it, you know, if you're working full-time and you're going to be trying to do your, your new business full-time or write your book full-time, you know, how many, how many chapters a month do you think you can manage? How many words a day can you manage? Do your chapter-by-chapter breakdown. So it really is about the woo-woo and the work, and that's my new thing of the month. And it's very lucky that it's come up for me now because it works perfectly with the fact that we are going to be uh, going into the new moon eclipse, okay? So just a few tips for you. Um, I'm also going to tell you where the new moon eclipse is taking place for you, where the new moon eclipse is taking place for you. Now, I'm going to ask you, to listen to your rising sign. And before I tell you where it is, I'm going to tell you why I'm telling you that. Okay, and here's why. Because when you have your chart drawn up by a um, an astrologer, when you go and you pay your money and you tell them your time, date and place of birth, they draw up your chart, okay? And what they do is they put your rising sign at, more or less like if the chart's like a circle, it looks like a clock. So they put it more or less at where nine o'clock would be, okay? So you've got your rising sign and that's your first house. And then on your second house will be the sign, whatever the next sign is along. The signs always go in the same order. So if your Aries rising, it'll be Taurus will be number two. Or if your Leo rising, Virgo will be number two. Or if your Capricorn, Aquarius will be number two. All the 12 signs go around in your chart in a circle anti-clockwise, depending on which uh, which sign is your rising sign. And then your sun, which is, you know, if you say I'm a Leo, that means I'm a Leo sun, or I'm a Scorpio, it means I'm a Scorpio sun. Your sun will be somewhere in the chart. It could be anywhere. It could be any of the 12 houses. So, you know, for example, if you were a Leo with your, twin, with your sun in the 12th house, um, uh, you know, but Virgo rising, then you could say I'm a, I'm a 12th house Leo with Virgo rising. Um, or if you were a Gemini, Gemini in the fifth house. Uh, anyway, you get the picture. So it's really important to know your rising sign because now the information I'm about to give you, if you know your rising sign, you can actually apply it the same way that you would apply the information about where the eclipse is if you were in a one-on-one uh meeting session with an with an astrologer okay so it's not just like going off your sun sign which is a little bit random it's actually going off your rising sign if you don't know your rising sign but you wish that you did then um go to moonmessages.com forward slash free chart moonmessages.com forward slash free chart and that information is on the third page. You will find out your rising sign. And actually, when you go down the list, you'll see which house Sagittarius rules. And that's where you're getting this blast of new eclipse energy. But let me explain it for you in brief, okay? So if you are Aries rising um, or Aries, it's still, it's, you know, doing your sun sign is okay, but it's really a quick fix. That's what my first astrology teacher told me. Your rising sign is the real deal. Sun sign, your star sign, is more or less a quick fix, okay? So if you're Aries or Aries rising, then the new moon taking place in the sign of Sagittarius is in your ninth house, which is the part of your chart 
excuse me, which is all about travel and study. Okay, so basically wherever it is for you when you listen in the next minute or two while I go through these, that's where you're getting a massive, massive blast of new energy in your chart. If you're Taurus or Taurus rising, then the new moon is taking place in your eighth house. Okay, now this is a very interesting part of the chart because it's to do with two very interesting subjects. Are you ready? Sex and money. So you're getting a new blast of energy to do with sex and or money in the coming six months. If you are uh, Gemini or Gemini rising, well, hang on to your hormones because it's taking place in your seventh house, which is your love zone. So there's a big new blast of energy coming for you when it comes to relationships. If you are a moon child, Cancerian rising, then it's taking place in your sixth house, which is a really kind of underrated part of your chart, if you ask me. It's about where you do your daily life, which basically is everything because we, you know, our daily life, it's all the, it's all the, you know, moments in our daily life that add up to everything. So you're getting a new blast of chart energy in your um, sixth house. So you might find that your routines change or daily life changes. I once had an eclipse in my sixth house when I moved from being a journalist to being an astrologer. Okay, so that was a big change of circumstances for me. My daily life changed, obviously, very dramatically. It can also be about your health, so it can be a new start for you regarding your health. If you are Leo or Leo rising, it's your fifth house, which is to do with romance, creativity and children. So there's a new start coming to you to do with romance, creativity and or kids, your own or someone else's, okay? If you're trying to get pregnant, it's a good sign. Um, if you are Virgo or Virgo rising, it's taking place in your fourth house, which is home and family. So it can mean moving, it can mean a new family member, it can mean um, renovating. It's something, a new start for you in your private life in particular. Okay, it can be to do with flatmates, um, it's just to do with your private life, your domestic life. So if you are Libra or Libra rising, it's actually a really powerful one for you. It's taking place in your third house, which is your mind zone. Okay, your mind zone. So the way you think, the way you talk, the way you communicate, that's really important. Okay, because it means it's a chance for you to change the way you think and you change the way you think and you change your life. If you are um, Scorpio or Scorpio rising, it's taking place in your second house, which is to do with cash, property and possessions, okay? So there's a, char a change coming for you and a new start, a new blast of energy to do with cash, property and possessions. Also, remember, this part of your chart is to do with self-esteem, okay? So if you've been undervaluing yourself, then don't be surprised if other people undervalue you too. So if you want to change the way people value you, value yourself more, really important. Now, if you are Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, this new moon is really important to you because it's in the sign of Sagittarius. So it's a chance for you especially if you're Sag rising, to change the way people see you, okay? So it, it, it can just mean you go out and, you know, get a really radical haircut and change all your clothes. But it's more than that. It's more about changing the way you come across in the world. But at the same time, it is a really good time for a makeover, really good time to redo your website. If you have a website, you know, um, redo your business cards, if anybody still has business cards, all that kind of thing. And I will also say if you're – birthday if you're Sagittarius and your birthday is plus or minus five days from December 4 
then you are getting the new moon eclipse on your sun, especially if you're in the sort of end of November up to December 4. That means that the new moon eclipse is really activating your sun. So you can expect an extremely memorable year in the year ahead. Okay, if you're Capricorn rising or Capricorn, but especially if you're Capricorn rising, it's actually taking place in your 12th house, which is the part of your chart where you keep your spiritual self, your spirituality. So that's a really interesting thing for you because you can start, take a whole new start, uh, a new direction in life in your spiritual self. So that's hugely important. If you're Aquarius or Aquarius rising, it's really big for you, especially if you're Aquarius rising, okay, especially if you're Aquarius rising, because it's taking place in your 11th house of wishes. So the new moon, as I said before, is always a really important time to be making wishes. Like you always want to make wishes at the time of the new moon. But when you have the new moon in your 11th house once a year, that's the most important time to be making um, making wishes because that's like when you get your supercharged wishing ability um, and I can't remember who it is this month uh, in the 11th house let me just see if I can curdle my brain is it Aquarius rising we're doing this month in the uh, written in the stars if you are I think it's Aquarius rising Aquarius Capricorn Aquarius Pisces no I can't work it out I'm no I'm no good at working that out in my head if you're wondering if it's you you um, oh well it must be it must be Aquarius. What am I talking about? It's Aquarius. Yes, sorry. It's Aquarius. If you are Aquarius rising, I'm doing a webinar just for you this month. Um, sorry, I got, I got myself confused there uh, because it's taking place in your 11th house. And uh, go to moonmessages.com forward slash written, W-R-I-T-T-N, written, like written in the stars. Go to moonmessages.com forward slash written and uh, register for the class because, yes, if you are Aquarius, only if you're Aquarius rising, not if you're Aquarius because if you're Aquarius rising, it's taking place in your 11th house and I want to show you how to make wishes that work at this most auspicious time. Even if it was just a new moon, it would be good. The fact that it's a new moon eclipse is mega. So, um, yeah, moonmessages.com forward slash written for my written in the stars workshop. And finally, if you are Pisces rising or a Piscean, but especially if you're Pisces rising, it's actually going to be taking place in your 10th house, which is career. So if you want to give yourself a career boost, um, you know, you get a new moon eclipse, uh, sorry, a new moon in your career zone every year at around about this time of the year. But it does, it's not always an eclipse. That's for absolutely certain, okay? So the fact that you have, um, the fact that you have this new moon eclipse in your chart of your Pisces rising, it's a really, really big thing. So really think, what do I want to achieve professionally in the year ahead? Or it may well be you're of an age when you want to retire, and that's absolutely fine too. So there we go. I hope that helps you. So just to sort of sum it up again, coming up on December the 4th, we have the new moon eclipse. It's going to be taking place in the sign of Sagittarius. I'm just looking at the chart for it here. Um, it's going to be taking place in the sign of Sagittarius. So it's a really good time for everybody 
to broaden their mind. All of us can start to broaden our mind. There are some quite tense aspects around at the time, not least of which is a clash between um, Mars and Jupiter. So there could be a bit of anger in the air, but also there's an actually there's an actually uh, a slightly more tightly aligned Mars Pluto connection as well, which is hopefully it's time to take action, and action will really help us move in the right direction. Um, so we're going to actually have to go to a break in a minute, but before we do, I'm just going to give you um, a little summary. Hang on, where's my phone gone? I need the phone. I'm going to give you a little summary about. Um, I'm confused now. I'm really confused. I'm going to give you, I actually think I'm only broadcasting on Facebook. I don't think it's worked on uh, Unity, but let's wait and see. Um, I just want to give you a little quick chat about this Omicron uh, virus that everyone's been talking about. Um, I did actually write a post on it, so you can always look at the post on my page, but I, I just want to summarise it for you. So as you know, the astrology for 2022 is looking so much better. It's looking about a million times better. And um, so when this whole thing came out with this new variant, I was like, oh, no, how can that be? Because, it, you know, the next year looks so much better. Surely we're all going to be out of lockdown and out of, COVID-19 paranoia, surely it's not going to be better astrology, but we're all still stuck at home. That would be a little bit of a weird thing, an unexpected thing. So anyway, I, I was very happy to read, and I just want to pass this message on to people because I don't want people getting into a negative headspace. Um, so the doctor in the in South Africa, Dr. Curtsy, her name is, um, she found these people with the virus um, 11 days ago now, so they're 11 days into having COVID. And as someone who had COVID this year, I can tell you by the time you're 11 days in, you're almost out of it, okay? So she found these people having COVID. They tested positive, but they had really weird, mild symptoms. Mainly they just had muscle aches and um, uh, muscle aches and tiredness. So she went and found out, she tested, got it tested, and she found out, yes, lo and behold, it's a new variant. And they, now, as we know, they've called it Omicron. And she's been interviewed and she said, listen, the main message I want to give people here is that the symptoms are really mild. Like these guys are 10 days, 11 days in and their symptoms are really mild. And she said, it's not just me. She actually, because she runs, she's actually a head GP at some South African association. So she got in touch with other GPs, general practitioners in the area around her. She said, it's not just me. I've called other people in the area who now realise that they, they're patients have got Omicron and they're also reporting really mild symptoms. But wait, there's more. It actually could be really, really good news for the simple reason that um, this Omicron, which only is so far apparently producing mild, mild symptoms, is actually more infectious, which means... I'll tell you after the break.
Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. It's Yasmin here back after the break. So just before we went to the break, I was talking about the new uh, Omicron variant um, and I'm talking about it in an astrological context. Okay, so just to put it in context for anyone anyone who's just joining now, basically the astrology for 2022 is looking much, much better than it was in 2020 and 2021. So we've all been like getting better, like here in the UK, everybody's kind of been going back to normal and everyone's all been feeling a lot more like, oh my gosh, maybe it really is going to be better. And the astrology for 2020 and 2021 was not good. So the fact that all that happened is not surprising. The astrology for next year is looking so much better. So now when this Omicron virus variant was discovered last week, I was a little bit in shock. But as I said before the break, the GP who discovered, who discovered, you know, who realised it was a variant because they, the symptoms were so different, uh, had this, this family who'd all tested positive, and but they just had very mild symptoms, and so far it seems to be mild symptoms. I mean, we can't, you know, count our chickens, but she's also checked with other people in the area and all the people with Omicron around uh, where she is in South Africa have all had very mild symptoms, mainly muscle aches and tiredness. And so, and nobody has ended up in hospital yet um, in South Africa, as far as I know, or maybe no one who's been vaccinated. Anyway, so so it seems that this Omicron that's caused such a hoo-ha in the last three or four days, please God touch wood, is um, a much, much milder variant. But wait, there's more, as I was saying just before the break. The thing is, what we know about Omicron is that it appears to be far more infectious than Delta, but with milder symptoms, okay? So the more infectious variant is the one that becomes the dominant variant. So, for example, Delta was more infectious than whatever it was before Delta. That's why we've only heard about Delta in the last six months or whatever, because Delta has been the dominant variant. And obviously, it's actually been quite difficult. I had, I think I had, oh, I know I had Delta. It was very difficult and I was pretty unwell. My, my, fam, my husband and my son, thankfully, also had it, but were not as unwell as I was. Anyway, the point is that because the variant is, um, because the variant is less severe, then there's a very good chance that if um, Omicron takes over as the dominant virus, okay, as the dominant coronavirus, then people will be getting less sick, okay? So we'll have a, a dominant virus that actually has 
less severe, milder symptoms, okay? Milder is literally another word for less severe, and milder is the exact word that the GP in South Africa used. So hope and pray that Omicron is indeed milder and more infectious because then it will become the dominant virus and the dominant virus will therefore be less severe, milder, and then we can all make the most of the amazing astrology next year. There you go. I hope that makes sense. All right, so I am going to take a call now, please, Louis. May I go to Pamela on line one? Because, Pamela, I knew you were going to call in today. You told me. <laughs> Hello? Hello, how are you? Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. So, Pamela, what um, can I tell you about today? Well, um, I've been having uh, some really terrible health issues, and um, I am trying to see if I'm going to um, find someone because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going to the hospital tomorrow, and if I'm going to be able to, um, I guess, overcome this, like is, is this is this the dark the dark part of the end of this year and and new and next year I I'm going to be completely healed and and enjoy my life and be back to normal. Um, I guess I I just want to know where this sickness is falling in my chart and for how long a period it, it is. That's I think that's my question, Yasmin. All right. Okay. So the first thing I want to do. Just give me one second here. I'm very sorry that you've got you've got this to deal with. Are you confident in your healthcare workers? Not the ones that I had initially. They weren't helping me. They gave me a piece of paper, told me I had some small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and sent me on my way with a diet. And and uh, and um, now and I'm. It wasn't I'm now I'm 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 sicker than ever. And you know it's not SIBO. It's small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. That's what they told me I have. And and now you don't think that's what it is? No, no, I think that is what I have. But um, unfortunately, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth it uh, malnourishes the body, the ability to. Um, adhere nutrients and once that happens you have to try to get yourself to deplete the bacteria but my problem is, is that I have low functionality so I'm not able to go to the bathroom no matter what meaning going number two and, and if you can't get that out then you um, can't get the bacteria out and um, it's a vicious cycle and so um now I, i'm not i'm not producing anything my stomach is not producing anything because the antibiotic that i'm on is killing all the bacteria including the good bacteria which which the body needs in order to to to, to push food down and so i i don't know i'm i'm going to go see these doctors and i'm hope my hope is that they're going to admit me into the hospital so that I can get 
good um, uh, nourishment and and help, and because I'm falling now, my muscle mass is is depleting, and I don't get any rest. And um, okay, all right, just, all right. Look, looking at your chart, Pamela, you are you do have some pretty intense astrology happening. Um, basically, uh, what's going on is you've got the planet of uh, shocks and surprises, Uranus going over your sun. So on the one hand, you've had this awful shock, you're going into hospital, you've got to deal with all these um, difficult, difficult issues. On the other hand, actually, Uranus is the planet that can really turn things around. So maybe going into hospital is actually the best thing that could happen for you to actually radically turn around this situation. Um, I'm just going to take you a card, okay, a card for what you need to know about your um, health issues, okay? Just stay there. Stay there. Oh, okay, there's your card. I just, If you're on Facebook, you can see it's literally just jumped out of the pack. Let's see what you've got. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Oh, interesting. Okay, this is, I know I've realised I always say interesting, but it is always so interesting. So, Pamela, I have a message for you that's really important. Um, I know the people on Facebook couldn't actually hear you talking because I because the way the things are set up this week will be back to normal next week. But what Pamela was saying is that she's been having terrible troubles um, with small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and I think it's called SIBO. And uh, also, with she was telling us doing number two, um, you know, going to the bathroom and doing number two and not being able to get it back out. Now, this is really, really interesting, Pamela. I had um, I had problems with number two actually after my father died and uh, my mother wanted to uh, at a certain point I mean it was probably six months later after he'd passed away uh, maybe even a bit longer maybe seven or eight months but she wanted to like take all his stuff out of the house and you know I mean fair enough she felt it was time to kind of pack it all up and see what we wanted see what you know whatever anyone else might want and I had trouble doing number two for the very first time in my life. Like I've never had that kind of problem. I, I think I even ended up going to the hospital. I'm not sure. I don't remember now. But I felt like I nearly would have to. Now, why? Because I didn't want to let go of my dad. I was holding on, literally. I wasn't letting anything go. And I wasn't ready for dad's stuff to be thrown away or, you know, given away or whatever. I was not ready. And I knew that I had to process life. I knew I had to understand it had been seven, eight months. And, of course, eventually my mum would feel that she needed to, you know, start to move things on a bit. And um, so I worked on that. And as I worked on that, I then became able again to do number two. This is a really fascinating conversation for everybody, I'm sure. Anyway, the card you have, Pamela, is all about this, okay? It's not about poo or number two, but the card is, I'm afraid you can't see it on Facebook, it's leave the past behind. Leave the past behind. So what you need to do is you need to ask yourself what in your past are you holding on to, um, especially in anger? What in your past 
are you holding on to? Anger, upset, could be from your childhood, could be any time in your life. So the message is leave the past behind. And leaving the past behind will make you able to, you know, get your system moving again. Let me see if I can read this. So something is standing between what you want and how you can get it. That's okay. Now you know it's there. You can do something about it. You just need to be strategic. So you need to be strategic, but you also need to think, what in my past have I not processed and I need to just let it all go? So there you go. Does that help? Yasmin, it's leaving my past behind does that also entail my ability to, to eat whatever I want and 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 to go to the bathroom whenever I want because that's my past well I don't think it's going to be about leaving the past behind in terms of leaving the good times it's about thinking about what in your life has happened that was difficult that you need to process I I, I believe I had COVID and pneumonia and um, my fear of dying, that's, that's, and yeah, and yeah. So maybe you need to leave that fear behind because fear, Pamela's saying, you know, she had COVID and pneumonia and she had a fear of dying. That can easily make you unwell. So maybe you need to leave that behind. All right. I'm just going to say um, I'm, I'm going to finish on Facebook because I know you can't hear Pamela. If you want to hear Pamela, go over to unityonlineradio.org. I would like to talk to Pamela a bit longer, but I don't want Facebook to just be listening to nothing. So um, hop over to unityonlineradio.org if you want to hear the end of this conversation. Okay, lots of love, guys. All right. Are you still there, Pamela? I, I most definitely am, Yasmin. Okay, so basically um, you need to consider the possibility that what happened to you when you were sick, with, if you had, when you think you had COVID and pneumonia, you need to think, um, you know, how much that fear got into your heart and literally can, can make you unwell, you know. That's the thing. I mean, it's, it's like it's, not, it's nothing to Sorry. It caused me to have IBS and 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 I don't I don't want a life of enemas and 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 exlaxes and and I don't want that. It's impossible for me. I won't be able to live. Right. Well, that's why you need to deal with all this. You know? You need to move on. Are you sure there's nothing in your past, perhaps, that be, that happened before the illness? Some sadness, some something that's happened that you need to move on from. Or maybe it is literally just the fear that came with having COVID and, and uh, pneumonia. But there's something that seems to have got stuck for you and you have to be able to move on from it. I think it's um, always thinking that, that I was, I, I I was always looking to see if I was sick, Yasmin, 
I, I, I was always going to the hospital, and the hospital would say, there's nothing wrong with you when I had COVID because I thought I was going to die. And they'd send me home and say, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And I kept going back and going back and saying there was. And now, and now, and now I created this. I made myself sick. Why did I do this to myself? Okay, so I have a suggestion for you, Pamela, and I hope you'll listen. Um, there's an amazing book by Anita Morjani called Dying to Be Me. Have you read that? No, I haven't. Okay, you can order it on Amazon or, you know, book Barnes & Noble or wherever. And she believes that she did the exact same thing to herself, that she made herself sick by worrying about being sick all, all the time. She was always thinking, you know, is there something wrong with me and getting checkups and feeling like, you know, she she would do things like eat a certain diet because she she was worried that she was if she, you know, she could get cancer or she could get this or she could get that. She was always worried about it. And eventually she actually got sick and she got cancer. And uh, in the book, I'd love you to read it, but in the book, she um, she actually passed away and came back. And uh, she's got all the documentation from the doctors and so on saying that this is actually what happened, that she did actually die and come back. And she had a whole lot of really weird experiences, excuse me, but one of them was that she realised that she had been expecting to get sick for many, many years and kept thinking she was sick and thinking she was sick and being worried about being sick, which is exactly what I'm hearing you saying. So I would strongly suggest you go off and you read this book because I think it will help you. Desmond? Yes. I don't want to pass away from this. Sorry? I don't want to pass away from this. No, well, we don't want you to either. So you need to tackle it. You need, this is like, I know it feels like a horrible, horrible time, but instead of worrying about it, this is the time to actually step into your power and think, okay, I'm going, I mean, for one thing, you said the doctor sent you away with a diet plan. Have you actually done the diet plan that they recommended? Oh my God. It's terrible diet. It's called, it's called fiber. You can't have any fiber or nutrition or anything. And it's, it's supposedly to cut out the, um, the, the bad bacteria and it wound up making me even sicker because you can't eat anything. And um, I, I, um, I, I need. I, I told. I, I said to myself, I want to go in the hospital. I need to go in the hospital. I need someone to, 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 to make me healthy by, by giving me the nutrients that I need via, via somehow. And all this. All this can go away. All it all it is is is, is a procedure to um, make my my bottom the way that you go because it's too small. I just need to have I just need to have it fixed. It's a simple procedure. They can go in and and they can fix everything. They can get me my motility back and and I won't I won't have IBS anymore. It's a simple procedure. This is curable. This is all curable. Right, but with IBS and with SIBO, you do actually need to adjust your diet. So you need to listen to your doctor. If they're saying, you know, you need to do a particular diet, you should listen to them. I, I did do it, and, it, and um, it, it made me worse. I did it for five weeks. They right. want me to stay on it for six 
Well, I in that know. case, maybe you need to get a second opinion. But what I'm saying is you can't expect some kind of silver bullet magic thing that's going to happen that suddenly you're going to be better, you know. This is going to be a process and a journey, you know. And if, you, if you're saying you did the diet properly for five weeks, which I'm surprised if you did it properly for five weeks because it sounds like you absolutely hated it. So I, I'm amazed that you did it properly for five weeks. But if you did, well done you. If you didn't do it properly for five weeks, you can't judge it. You can't say, well, I did it half and half for five weeks. You have to do these things properly. You know, this is your health, obviously. You, you need to stay on it for six months. Sorry? They want me to stay on it for six months, and it's, and I'm okay. I'm, but I'm isn't it getting... worth staying on it for six months if it makes you better? Um, it's not providing me with with the necessary nutrients. But listen, if it's a, a diet that's been devised by a doctor and used, you know, by probably millions of people around the world who've got SIBO, because SIBO is quite common. Um, it's it's going to help you. It just might not suit you to start with, but you'll get used to it, you know. And also just re resisting and, and stubbornly refusing to do what the doctor said, you know, that's not going to help you either. That's just going to bung you up even more. You have to, like, let go, release control here. Does that make any I, sense I, to you, what I'm saying? Yasmin, I, I, can't, I can't accept the... Um... I can't accept the definition of having IBS. I can't accept it. Right. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know what to suggest. You know, go to another doctor and see if they say the same thing and then maybe accept it if they say the same thing. Well, that's why I'm going to go all the way to Albany and... Um, I'm sorry, Yasmin, I, I know this is a really long, lengthy reading, and I apologize, but I have a, um, a functionality problem where it doesn't matter if it's water, it doesn't matter what it is, I can't push it out of my body, so I need to have the procedure done so that I can go to the bathroom. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure, Pamela, that if there's a magic procedure that they could do to solve all this overnight, they would do it. I've just drawn you another card and you've actually got the nothing is set in stone card. So this can still go either way. So you can either, you know, go and get a second opinion and depending on what, what you hear, you can either decide to take the doctor's advice or you can decide that, you know, you, you, don't, you don't want to, but the outcome is still up to you. You've got the card, which is, which is it's the mutable moon card, which says nothing is set in stone, which means you still have the power to direct which way this goes. Now, to me, now I'm, I'm not anti-medicine, okay, because my dad was a doctor. I grew up with a doctor in the family and I've always, you know, I know he always did his best and the doctors do their best. To me, if the doctors are saying you need to do this diet for six months, not five weeks, and, you know, we can't just magically give you an operation that's going to cure everything. I would listen to them. I would listen to them and I would hear that and I would say, okay, you know, I've got to do what I'm being told. If you don't like what you've been told, there's always this option to get a second or even a third opinion. But at some point you're going to have to say, I can't get my body to function. I need someone to help me do it, you know. That's what I'm doing now. 
That's why I'm going to Albany. That's why I'm hoping they admit me. But if they could fix it up overnight like that, they would do that for you, Pamela. You can't go in there saying, I want this, I want that. You need to listen to what the experts tell you. If there was some simple operation they could do and cure you overnight, surely they would do it. At least they'll be able to give me a colonoscopy now and not in three months from now. And not just give me a piece of paper and, and send me on my way with a with no direction. Well, you said they gave you a piece of paper with a diet on it and you don't want to do the diet. No, no, I did do the diet. They didn't give me any direction with the diet. They didn't give me any additional nutrients to take with it or anything. They just said here. Okay, you, but, you, but you're you, saying you did it for five weeks and you were meant to do it for six months. So you haven't done the diet. You've done it for about an eighth of the time that you need to do it to reset your system. You have to take all this on board because there's no magical solution, you know. Maybe the biggest thing is to start by working through your fear from when you were sick of worrying about dying. You have to leave that behind you and start to think, I want to live and I'm willing to do what it takes. But will you read that book for me, Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani? Why did why did I ask the universe to weigh 150 pounds? And why did I tell the universe I needed a divine healing? And why did I say I need a fun I need to function better? This is the fact. Yeah, but my what if your listen? What if your divine healing is to go to that doctor who gave you a diet which will work for you, but you haven't you've, you've rejected it? I once asked the universe to help me lose weight. Well, what happened to me? I got introduced to someone who introduced me to Weight Watchers. It's not like the divine is suddenly going to snap its fingers and then suddenly you're better or I've lost three stone or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like well, no. maybe the, no, the divine healing might be to do the diet you've been dipo. prescribed. Does that make sense? Maybe the divine healing is is what you're getting, but you're rejecting it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I guess that so. could be guess. that could be that could be the divine saying to you, "Listen, Pamela, we know you're in pain, and what you need to do is you need to do what the doctors are saying." That can be the divine healing. Do you, does that make sense? I was like, I'm so I'm just I'm just very very fearful of laxatives and enemas and 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 um having that be my life because I don't have. Then you better. I'm, not able to... I'm afraid we're out of time, Pamela. If you want to communicate by email, I'm really happy to. But we're going to have to. I think the show's about to end. Yeah. Just go to the doctor, Pamela, and see what they say. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. 
To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.